becoming a teacher is more challenging than it was for our teachers. Uh, This is uh, a new survey which was conducted uh, by the Elementary Teachers Federation of Ontario in November, at least conducted for them in November. And the results of it are pretty shocking and might worry you as a parent sending your kids to elementary school. 70% of members of the Elementary Teachers Federation of Ontario, that includes um, public school teachers, occasional teachers, education professionals across the province, now say they have personally experienced violence or have witnessed violence in schools. I think that's something that we probably weren't as used to. I don't recall seeing anything like that when I was in um, grade school. But the number and severity of violent incidents apparently increasing and frontline supports are lacking for students with high-risk behaviors. Learning, they say, is being disrupted and violence is normalized because of What the Elementary Teachers Foundation of Ontario is saying is uh, an education system that is under-resourced. They are um, putting the blame on Kathleen Wynne's liberal government, and they're saying that, you know, you need to fix the education funding uh, formula, and that will uh, start solving these problems. We're joined by uh, Sam Hammond in a matter of moments. He's the president of the uh, Elementary Teachers a federation of Ontario, and he'll be talking a little bit about what he knows about this. But just a few more details here. Uh, more than one-third of uh, members of the Elementary Teachers Federation of Ontario report they've suffered mental stress, strained physical injury, or at least uh, illnesses from violent incidences that principals and school boards are failing to uh, deal with effectively uh, in these incidents. We've got Sam Hammond on the line with us right now. Sam, welcome to the show. Hi, pleasure to be here. Well, were you shocked by the results of your survey? Uh, We were shocked, uh, yes, in terms of the numbers, but not in terms of uh, what's happening in schools across the province, because we've been saying for over a year uh, that violent incidences and the response to that are uh, were there. Uh, and now we have the data that, that confirms that. And it's uh, it is shocking in the sense that uh, we need to do something about it. You, you've mentioned here in your press release that the uh, severity of violent incidents is increasing and frontline supports are lacking for students with high-risk behaviors. Could you tell us what you mean by high-risk behaviors? Well, uh, those that are leading to violent incidences, and we have 70% of our members who are saying that they have experienced or witnessed uh, violent incidents uh, in their school. Uh, and we have 79% of our members saying that those incidences have increased uh, and become more uh, more severe. One of the things that's happening is that uh, uh, we found about 60% of our members were in fact reporting uh, those incidents, uh, but only about 50% of the time was there short or long-term effect of follow-up uh, to that reporting and, uh, and solutions to the, to the problem. And who's supposed to follow up? Uh, school administrators and school boards. Give us an example of what you classify as a violent behavior, because I think there are people listening right now thinking, well, I don't, what kind of violence is happening in the elementary school system? Uh, well, you name it, it's happening. I'm asking uh, you to name it, because yeah, I, I don't know. I'd be, I'd be more than happy to do that. Uh, our members are being punched, kicked, bitten, have, uh, have things thrown at them, uh, etc. Okay. On, on, a, on a daily basis. It seems extreme, and I I believe you when you say that this is happening and you're hearing this. Two-thirds of members, as he said, are uh, reporting incidents involving uh, physical force to principals. Now, are the principals supposed to react directly to that? Uh, There there should be. There is a a formal reporting process 
there are steps in place that should be followed. And I think part of what needs to happen here uh, is that the government needs to hold school boards and school administrators accountable uh, for the follow-up when those incidents are reported. But, but more importantly mm -hmm. on this issue, just if I may, uh, outside of that reporting, this government needs to fix the funding formula. As our release says, nothing short of fixing that funding formula, particularly with funding around on-the-ground supports, earlier assessments, uh, uh, educational assistance, child and youth workers, etc., is going to even start uh, to, to help to solve this problem. You need more bodies in the school. Absolutely. Uh, trained bodies. Right. So you're, uh, I'm sure this is music to some people's ears because, you know, people with kids that have special needs, are, you know, also uh, have to deal with, you know, some risky behavior at their own house. They certainly want their kids to be assessed so that they can get the proper uh, people helping them, you know, through their education. Yeah, absolutely. And it's not only us saying this, our uh, Catholic uh, colleagues in uh, OECTA have said the same thing. Uh, the Canadian Mental Health Organization is saying the same thing. There needs to be much more uh, uh, focus on early intervention and supports for these students and for my members, quite frankly. Have you spoken to the school boards and why have they not followed up? What reasons are they giving you? Uh, we haven't done that. We, you know, first we will follow up with the government. It's actually the government's responsibility to follow up with uh, our partners. And what we hope is that uh, school boards, and I saw a good example of it in Waterloo last night, where that school board is taking this seriously. Uh, they're insisting on quarterly reports and follow-up on it. So we need the Minister of Education and other education partners to work together uh, to solve this situation and make it a, a key priority and act on it now. So do you, you think, uh, you believe as well that, that you and your members uh, feel that the model that they're using right now for special education, it needs to be updated? Uh, absolutely. It is a, a statistical model based on numbers rather than actual needs on the ground, and that needs to change. All right. And are there any suggestions you have for how that should change? Yeah, we, we've put together, uh, we had uh, an independent economist, Hugh, Hugh McKenzie, study that funding formula for us. Uh, we have provided the ministry with uh, the results of that. Uh, and, we, and we did that in August, and we will continue to push them uh, to seriously consider it now and in the budgeting process. How much more money do you think you need from the province in order to uh, fund this adequately? You know what? I, I, I couldn't give you a dollar value, but I can tell you that the value to students and the need to act on behalf of students and our members across the province uh, is priceless, and we need to do it now on their behalf. Are you losing or, you know, is stress, uh, is stress leave costing a lot of money to, uh, to members of uh, the school system right now? Do you know? It, it absolutely is uh, through use of sick days, through W, you know, there's a small percentage uh, of our members filing through WSIB claims. Our, uh, we own our own and run our own provincial uh, long-term disability plan. Uh, those numbers in terms of mental illness and stress are uh, skyrocketing. And it's very interesting that, that most of the violent incidents uh, are taking place uh, in kindergarten and self-contained classrooms uh, against teachers, uh, early educational uh, uh, assistants, mm -hmm. early educational uh, educators, sorry, and our ESP and PSP members. Well, now that you have the results of your survey, they are quite eye-opening. 70% of members of the Elementary Teachers Federation of Ontario say they've personally experienced violence or have witnessed violence in schools. What do you do with that information? What's next? 
Well, we quite frankly, we start knocking on uh, the premier's door and the minister of education's door, new minister of education, uh, to get some action on this, to get a commitment, uh, to get an independent review of the funding formula and to get that done ASAP and to put more dollars into those key areas that we've already talked about. I appreciate your time today, Sam. Oh, my pleasure. Thank you. Thanks so much. That's Sam Hammond, 